Game Boys. <clears throat> a podcast is an episodic series of digital audio or video files which a user can download and listen to. It is often available for, <laughs> for subscription so that new episodes are automatically downloaded via web syndication to the user's own local computer, mobile application, or portable media player. The term podcasting is a name for the nascent technology was first suggested in 2004 by the Guardian columnist Ben Hammersley as a poor man's shoe of iPod for our younger generations. But podcasts would expand in popularity and device, devouring the old forms of radio we used to know and creating new celebrities in the process. Did you know that Mark Marin interviewed Barack Obama on a podcast? <laughs> wow. We should all be very happy for Mark. Podcasts have come and gone, but it wouldn't be until 2018 that the game would change entirely with two unlikely heroes. One, Griffin Davis, and one, Michael Luxenberg, who swore to do what none had done before, create a video game podcast that didn't suck. And fail they did. But it is their determination, their indomitable spirit, that have led them to this moment, the first ever live event. Tickets are sold out. <laughs> Anticipation is high. And so are the Game Boys. Welcome to the first ever Game Boys Live. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Game Boys podcast. Uh, my name is Lux, and with me, as always, he is your co-host. Ice lost fifteen hundred kids, but we found one. It's Griffin Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> I thought you were gonna come. Okay, cool. I took the long road. Yeah. Well, that's sort of the way we do things right here. Um, all right. Yeah. Welcome. This is our first live show ever. This is yeah, crazy. There's we did it. Upward, there's certainly people in this room. I'm not going to count them. I can't. Um, <laughs> there's just too many. Too many to count. But yeah, we did it. You know, we said we were going to do a live podcast, uh, and we did it. And now we have to do it, unfortunately. Well, yeah, that's one thing about everything on this podcast is we say we're going to do it, and then we do it, and then, well, you guys have listened to the show. You know how it ends up. But, but everything that you guys are seeing right now is through no fault of either of these guys. I want to give a big, quick shout-out and thank you uh, to Eric Dumig uh, for setting this all up, this beautiful system right here. Can't clap for him. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, obviously, shouts to, to Rory Blank for our my T-shirt that I'm wearing, and also... Uh, our flyer for this episode. Incredible flyer. Yeah, super dope flyer. We'll use it for other stuff. And then uh, also shouts out to Haley Clement for editing our shit all the time and for Henry and Brady for shooting this video right now. Yes, the whole family's here tonight. The whole yeah. Game Boys The whole family. Game Boys extended family is in the place. Yeah. Uh, really dope shit. Um, but you know, you guys have heard us talk about bullshit before, so why don't we skip that? Because we have a special guest co-host today. It's, we can't do this job on our own. It's a big job doing the first live show, and we need a little bit of help. And uh, we got, need we need an adult. We need an adult. <laughs> yeah, we need a yeah. And you want to do it? You want to do it? No, you do it. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. Um, and so joining us today, he is a good. He's our friend. He is your friend. He is the art director of the Fallout Theater. He is Mason Pitluck. Everybody, welcome Mason Pitluck. This is your seat. You're gonna sit here. 
This is where you sit with me. That is your seat, With me, sir. your friend Lux. Yes, with a tall glass of water. Yeah, oh, what a smart... What a smart dude. Wow. <laughs> you should have done that. <laughs> I'm very thirsty. You can have some of mine. Oh, you're such a sweet boy. Oh, um, Mason, welcome yeah. to the show, welcome man. To Game Boys. Now, Mason, uh, you uh, wrote on the Facebook event for this that you don't know anything about video games, um, but that's okay. That's a bit of a bit of a giveaway, a bit of a misstep, perhaps. Uh, I do know some things about, you know, circa pre two thousand five. Oh, some good games. Circa pre two thousand five. Some, some good knowledge. games. There, any any yeah. game in particular you remember liking a lot? Got to give it up for the best racing game of all time. You all know what I'm going to say. Say it with me. One, two. two. Three, Diddy, Diddy Kong Racing. Thing. Wow. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's the, one. That's the <laughs> best game anyone ever made wow. for racing. Okay, so he's got some old school games. Now, Mason, uh, you, we actually, I think, I was thinking about how I met you originally. And I think it was an interesting story. I was actually just standing outside my home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, a, and, and a man just like walked up the hill. This is a true story. And was like, hey, what's up, guys? And just like joined our conversation. And it was Mason. Uh, he had just moved in like in the neighborhood and he was just you know he was just a ballsy guy who showed up and was like what's up I'm here now huge and balls huge balls very neighborly very neighborly and now I'm on a podcast yeah, yeah and that's you, what it takes to get on a podcast it's weird you're just reading off your resume right now but <laughs> that's a cool thing this to do going on my resume no sure. well hell yeah but dude I, it's, we're, trying to, we're trying to flesh it out but I know we want to talk a little bit about um, your, your you're kind of a, a king of comedy here in Austin that's like a term of art and it does not apply to Mason <laughs> <laughs> I would say a squire of laughter squire of laughter it's still royalty no it's not do you know what any of these words mean <laughs> is it not no, squires. I'm getting, are, I'm getting some people on my side. Some people no. are on my side. <laughs> yeah, he's lying. He doesn't know what he's talking about, and everyone else knows you're wrong. That's a troll job. <laughs> um, a squire is an assistant to another guy. That's still not. Royalty. You're still yeah. in the castle, baby. Sometimes, if you have like a nut, you know what? We don't need to go into like the feudal <laughs> politics of England, anyways. Um, but speaking of politics, there was a, a sort of falling out of an old theater in Austin, and now oh, something boy. new has risen from the ashes. And why don't you tell us about that? Because you're involved with uh, this phoenix. Yes, um, I don't know what I can say on the record, but I will say that the people who did own a theater that was downtown at 7th and Lavaca in Austin, Texas, might have been shitty garbage people. Dun, 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 dun. These are all big ifs. These are all just hypotheticals. Total I, hypotheticals. Again, I don't know what I can say just about like, certain people that may have been terrible people. It, but it's the garbage people that pave the way yeah, for good people like you. Uh, I mean, the way it all wound up is that good people are running a great theater now. Plug, 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 falltheater.com. Yeah, so what's going on over this fall theater? Finished. Tell us more about it. Uh, well, it's at... 616 Lavaca in the heart of Austin, Texas. It's comedy, seven days a week, stand-up, sketch, improv, variety, little of this, little of that. And uh, I'm biased because I'm the artistic director, but I would say it could be the greatest comedy theater in the history of the world. In the history of the world. I, it could wow. be by some And metrics. there's been a lot of good ones over the years. That's upwards of 150 years. That's pretty wild. That's pretty <laughs> impressive. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been to see your guys' shows. You guys, you guys have a big crowd, and you guys have fans. Like the energy is great. I just played two shows 
to like 15 people <laughs> and i I'll wish i'd played at the fallout well <laughs> you know i can't guarantee that we would have got you anymore but we would have tried our best <laughs> See, trying is what matters, yeah. honestly. That's what comedy is um, all about. I mean, that's what this podcast is all about, because that's the <laughs> only thing we can guarantee. I'm uh, impressed. Well, hey, man, that means a lot uh, to me. I, I have a question, because uh, we need help on this podcast, um, just hosting. What, is there anything that we should be doing just as, as, as live entertainers right now? Is there any Ooh. tips you have to just be on stage and perform? I mean, as a performer, I would have to say, uh, you got to make sure you project. Okay. Okay. You got to make sure you're talking to the, the people back in the, the back of the room. You got it already. And then maybe some object work. Mm, okay. I don't know yeah. how that'll play on the podcast, but mm. like maybe a little bit of like. Like if I did the resume bit, but I like pretended to like actually. Yeah, like, that would mm -hmm. play so hard in front of this. Yeah. What, how many people are like? Two, Upward, upwards of seven. 250 people. Yeah, no, yeah. at least. I'd say 250. Yeah, I might. Only listen to the deafening roar <laughs> yeah, of the audience. They're going to have to tone this down. <laughs> yeah, I can barely call the cops. Um, oh, but speaking of calling, another great segue. I am fucking on it. Let's talk to our, let's get our other, our guest du jour for the night, our special. Yeah, because Mason is merely a co-host. Oh, that's a lot yeah, of Mason is tonight an honorary Game Boy. He's the squire of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, and he is, brings a lot of experience to the role. Uh-huh. Um, he lives in the castle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay sure um but really the king of our castle and the king of all our hearts is our guest for tonight uh he oh we already mentioned put together this show he is an extraordinary sound man and just a great friend in general and an artiste himself it's eric dumeg ladies and gentlemen yeah. Yeah. he is coming to talk to us about Woo. a game that we'll tell you what it is in a second um a game which by the way if you're here live there's a controller somewhere and you all are welcome to grab it and play I'm very curious to learn about what's been projected on this wall. We're actually at a really good part in this game because we're just past the very, the very first thing after the tutorial. That's perfect. Where you get all that's these, a great angle. These sweet fireworks. Um, oh, that's so much better. So yeah, we'll get to this game in a second, but it's nice to just kind of have it going on in the background, and it's gonna, it's gonna bring a lot of questions of what is going on behind us, <laughs> and I'm glad and save those for a little bit. Um, but first, I want to talk about Eric. Yeah. Let's hey, everybody. I'm Eric. Hey, Eric. Yeah. How's it going? Thanks for having me in the castle, guys. Hey, you're hey. welcome. <laughs> yeah, you know, Mason, open, Mason opens and closes the doors uh -huh. um, like a squire should. Um, Eric, so you're here now, and we've got questions for you because this is a podcast, and we know what we're doing. That's great. Um, so first question that you're going to hear from me right now is, how, so you, you're here because of the video game podcast. When did you start playing video games? What was that like? What was your early gaming experience? So I started playing video games extremely early on. I have um, an older brother who is about 10 years older than I am. And so uh, pretty much as soon as I came out of the womb, I was, I was playing NES with him, uh, playing track and field, kind of just rolling along the mat and, and hoping that the, the character moved <laughs> at all. Sure. Um, and, 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 you know, mostly it was watching for a little bit. The thing about it was that in the house that I lived in, uh, sh you know, shortly after birth, um, the video games were in kind of a, a third story little lofted space that you had to walk up these like metal spiral stairs with gaps in them that were like over top of 
the open regular stairs that led between the first and second story of so the like house. You had to play pitfall to go upstairs and <laughs> yeah. play pitfall? Precisely. <laughs> cool. There was a trip wire. As, there... <laughs> as a three-year-old, I was extremely terrified of this staircase because I knew I could fall through at any moment, but those sweet, sweet NES games were calling my name. Sounds yeah. like a treacherous setup. Yeah. It, was. it was a bad choice for the Dumeg parents to move into a house designed by <laughs> Kevin McAllister. <laughs> it, it was it was problematic for sure, but you know we we made it work. Thankfully, I, I have a twin, so we we just did some like neat gymnastics. Oh my god! Did you guys to... have like combo team ups? Yeah, totally. You know we have to like combo team up. Yeah, you know? that was actually that what I was going to ask you: is uh, being twins in relation to video games? Did shouts out to Crow Dumeg. Yeah, shouts out to Crow Dumeg. Who, Big shouts. Who's here in spirit? Uh, um, is like, did you guys have to share video games then, or was it cool to just have like a fellow video game enthusiast in the house? You know, I think it's, it's mostly the latter, um, with some instances of the former where we did have to share video games, uh, uh shouts to player two. Um, uh, though I am the older twin, I always liked playing player two because Luigi's cooler Luigi's than Mario. Cooler than it's Mario. just true. Yeah. It's just it's true. very it true. Is. Okay. Calm uh, down guys. Yeah. Calm down. Hot relax. The crowd people, is, is there, trying to people, riot. People in the audience are pulling out swords. A it's, man just mugged another. Oh yeah. No. It's getting really gruesome. It's, 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 oh, this is mayhem. Uh, I don't know what to do. Griffin's uh, fixing the live stream. So, Mason, quick. Wait, Eric, what are you talking about? Oh, I was talking about how <laughs> Luigi is cooler than Mario, so shouts to player two. But to continue answering Griffin's question about sharing video games, you know, for most of our childhood, my my parents kind of saw this 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 train wreck coming and, and really did their damnedest to keep it from happening. And what that means is they never let us buy or rent one-player games. Um, Smart. We could only play like Nintendo party games. So it was a lot of Mario Party, a lot of GoldenEye and Perfect Dark. Um, Good by the games. We have a little Good sister games. too. So. I'm into it. I know those games. Yes. This is right in my wheelhouse, boys. You know, Smash Bros. All of those. And we didn't really ever get too deep into the campaign games. Um, the first one that really, uh, that w- was a one-player game that we really, you know, settled down on and we were like, okay, we're going to play this game and we're just going to switch off because we only have one computer in the whole house was World of Warcraft. And that was the worst yeah. game Ooh. to try that. Ooh. <laughs> uh, absolute Brutal worst noodles. game. We, yes. we did hour-long segments. And anybody who's played... Is this regular Vanilla This is Vanilla WoW. WoW. This oh, is circa yeah. 2014 or 15. Oh, yeah. Um, All right, Griffin. Maybe Vanilla WoW. People at home and also on the live stream can't see the face Griffin made when he said, oh, wow, the second time. It was but, unsettling. Like, well, you know it was you saw made me really were. nervous. You saw where my hands were. Um, <laughs> on the table. Safely on the table. His uh, mind is strong. Don't listen to him. <laughs> uh, Vanilla WoW is great. Uh, people who played Vanilla WoW are warriors. They're warriors. Sorry, too much I, feedback. I, I played a. Uh, <laughs> I played. I was actually a mage. You are. You started yeah, as a mage. I started as a mage. Uh, yeah. Let's go around the audience. How many people here played Vanilla WoW in the audience? One, two, three hundred. There's so many wow. people that we There's, can only we'll get just, to the first two. Yeah. So yeah. What are you? Uh, uh, what <laughs> Class. What did you play? What did everyone play? Warrior, we had a warrior and a druid, and then the other several hundred of you will just have to wait yeah. after to tell us. Tweet us at gameboys.twitter.com. Um, but yeah, some- <laughs> that's pretty close, I think. Thank you. There's there's something special though about this struggle of vanilla WoW, um, and it feels it feels like one of those uh, those ancient struggles that you have a, you have a shared <laughs> bond. This is like some Joseph Campbell hero with a thousand faces. You, like it is. It's the hero's <laughs> story. It's the hero's journey, and. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, that's really funny. Right? Thanks, um, uh, but yeah, and this is so, uh, guys. There's three other people on this thing. You guys are supposed to cut me off. Oh, okay. Sorry, you're doing you're great. Just, you're, 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 I'm you're, really. I want to hear like where you went. I want to know about the the saga of Vanilla Wow. Oh, it's just that like when you meet someone who's played Vanilla Wow, there's this there's this bond unlike other video games. I think right? I'm surprised that we we didn't just like immediately do like a big high five when like it took us a little while to tease that out. I've known you for a little while. We did a Joseph Campbell handshake yeah. over here, so yeah. let's see yeah. who the real friends are. Lux and I shook hands. It was like extremely I formal. I, I felt felt it, though, yeah, it know. wasn't cool, actually. <laughs> it was super lame, but like we did it because we're friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, speaking of cutting off Griffin, Eric. Yes. Um, yeah, so you've brought, so you've played a lot of old school games, but the game that you brought us today is decidedly not that. Yeah. That's true. Um, That's it's true. extremely different. So before you even get into it, why did you do this? Well, I, I without, just, without talking I, about the game, I guess your just your instincts about what what you wanted to bring into the into the show. Yeah, that's sure. That's what I, yep. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I think I wanted to bring in a, a kind of newer game because uh, I've mostly been playing newer games. I haven't been playing too too many super old games. Um, and this one was probably my favorite of last year. I'm just um, looking behind me right now. And I, I, was like, oh my God. I, I, I thought it was really uh, a really weird game. Um, I wasn't, I didn't actually play David O'Reilly's most previous game, though I know Griffin did, Mountain. Mm, um, Mountain. Mountain was a super weird game, and I tried to play it on my phone, but being a game that you're just supposed to leave the window open, it didn't really work out because I'm really good at like closing all my apps, you know? So, so uh, look, might as well, I guess... Oh, no, no, please, 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 please. please. I, I, you know, as the novice here, I, I'm trying to find a foothold in here, and I'm thinking David O'Reilly sounded like someone that the gamers of the world would know. So if you could compare him to a filmmaker, would he be like well, the actually, Werner Herzog or like... You know, I got I got I actually got a really nice segue in there for for the film folks uh, as far as who David O'Reilly is and he's uh, you ever see the movie Her the Spike Jones movie Oh yes, Her? I have. You, you remember the little video game segment with the little like guy and and uh -huh. and, and there's like a little blue guy that, vaguely, that's, that's vaguely. David O'Reilly. He made that he segment made the for fake that movie. game for the real movie. That's correct and he had never made a video game before that movie and that movie that movie experience is actually what made him want to start making games before that he made animations using like low poly 3d graphics yeah. on the huh. internet have you seen for instance from my favorite internet videos the horse that was raised by spheres fantastic video haven't ever seen it in my life didn't right, catch that one it. i'll send it to you on facebook Pass. yeah just Pass. send it to me no, a classic no, tale of friendship I, I it. And, uh, um, and, and how to try to get it well since yeah. we're already on the subject of the game i think we should do a little bit of history about this game. Cool. Oh, shit. Everything. It's a simulation game developed by artist David O'Reilly. It was released for PlayStation 4 on March 21st, 2017. The player has the ability to explore a procedurally generated universe and control various objects within it while hearing the voice of Alan Watts <laughs> give Jeez. dissertations on Eastern philosophy. The goal is to experience and catalog every possible thing in the game. Creator David O'Reilly described his hope for the players of the game I want the game to make people feel better about being alive. Not as an escape or distraction or arbitrary frustration, but something you would leave and see the world in a new light. This week on Game Boys, we become everything. Holy fuck. Is that is the name of the game everything? The, game, the, name, the name of the game is everything. everything. It is called Can everything. I just say something out of the gate? I'm not trying to be negative, but... Please. Little pretentious. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot. There's bold. a lot about this game that's very pretentious. Okay. We'll, I, I just as long as we're on the same page, we'll talk. We'll get. We'll get into that because okay. that is a point 
that I want to talk about. But before I talk about all my things about this game, Eric, why? So what was it about everything that? That's God. This is gonna, every question is going to sound so fucking weird. What was it about this game that um, that made you want to talk about it on this show? Well. Uh, you know, it's just it's just got a lot of a lot, a lot of weird bits. You know, uh, it's you got Alan Watts talking on the show, which you know is is always a fun time to bring up that guy. I want to ask you guys as as kind of a, a, a you know back at at the host question, uh, you know what your first experience with Alan Watts was because to me, he he has a voice that you know I felt like I I just always grown up hearing but never knew who he was or like what. Uh, like what his name was until I think it was a, a Starfucker album had him on it. Sure. And I was like, all right, I'm going to find out who this fucking guy right. is. Right. I feel like he's been sampled a million times in songs. A bunch. Like oh, I'm getting, is he's, that what I mean? He's everywhere. Sorry. He's everywhere. You know, Alan Watts. He's, uh, he's everything. But, uh, you know, he's in so much stuff. And, right. and so I really liked him as a, uh, a, a, as a speaker. He's such a great orator. And I'm intrigued to see like when where you guys like first came into Alan Watts. If you did, if you if you guys don't know um, Alan Watts, that's totally okay. Uh, uh, you guys have Alan Watts stories. I remember how I first learned Alan Watts. I have a bit of a tiny story, please. Uh, the first, so you know, as I would say, eighty percent of the people who have ever heard of Alan Watts first experienced him. Uh, I'm pretty sure I was 19 or 20. I was visiting my friend in San Marcos. I was on acid. <laughs> and he was like, check out this YouTube video, <laughs> which is probably right now in Watts's dead field house. I'm pretty uh-huh. sure that's like what he's going <laughs> yeah. for. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mine is remarkably similar. Uh, my, one of my friends in college got really into like mushrooms and then subsequently <laughs> got really into Alan Watts and was like, you got to read this book. And he gave me his book about security and it was like, fine. And then I was like, uh, I feel like if I was more into mushrooms, I'd like this book better. And well, for I people who don't don't know, back. Eric, could you could you in like only like two or three sentences explain what Alan Watts is all about? Sure, Alan Watts uh, was a a scholar uh, of mostly of Eastern religions and is mostly known as the guy who popularized Easter Eastern religious thought, like Buddhism and a lot of. Um, uh, Hinduism and other Eastern religions to the Western world in like the 1940s and 1950s. Because white people were like, we're not going to read something called the Bhagavad Gita, but we'll listen to a guy named Alan Watts. <laughs> right. We're not going to learn Chinese, but we'll let Alan learn Chinese yeah. and it'll be fine. He's got a great voice. Um, uh, <laughs> I have some issues with Alan Watts, but that is true. His voice is extremely good. Oh. Yeah, his voice is great. Yeah, I feel like I'm playing Bioshock when I listen to it. <laughs> Whoa. Um, but uh, yeah, so like that relates probably a lot to the core mechanics of this game. Uh, as you see behind us, you're rolling around as, a, as an animal right now, but you can switch to other objects and stuff. And R- Rory's playing right now. Rory, why don't you send us up to the cosmos for a second? That Just was definitely another big draw of yeah. this game is the go. fact that you can go... All different kinds you of got levels. It, you got oh, okay. So see, now Ooh, we're on. A, now, now we're an island. Now we're a landmass. We just were like, a, what were we? A bear or something? Like oh, that. so wait, you went from being the rhino, yeah. to being an island, to, to being, being an island, the island yeah. and now Holy you shit, can be really the planet. Oh. So oh, now yeah. you're the planet. Yeah. <laughs> this game is everything. <laughs> is it pretentious now, Mason? <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming uh, around. Okay. <laughs> Um, but but yeah, so um, how how do you think um, these mechanics of basically just kind of you could be the planet, you could be an ant, you could be a rock. What how does that connect to this, these philosophies? Well, 
I don't I don't know how it connects to the philosophies necessarily. I I think the well there's there's a few a few seg- segments where, you know, and some of these are in the trailer for the game, which is like an 11-minute long trailer that got like put on the long list to be nominated for an Academy Award because it was a like trailer? a trailer for a video game. Like it didn't get nominated for an Academy Award, but it got on the long list. It was um, nominated to be nominated? Yeah, it was Hell exactly. Yeah, dude. But it was, uh <laughs> Yeah, it's a, you know, there's a bit about how every, like, the smallest particle in the universe uh, depends on, like, the largest parts of the universe and vice versa. So, like, you know, the actions of tiny creatures and tiny organisms uh, have just as much of an effect on the whole cosmos as, you know, anything else, as, a, as the movement of stars or anything else. And that's, you know, that's, like, one of the bits that Alan Watts talks about in the game. And I think that, I guess creates uh like w- like relates to the mechanics but mostly it's just a really fun ambient game you just get to wander around and uh and and just be whatever you want to be like yeah it's a it's a it's like a soothing experience whereas i sometimes i play video games that stress me out or, or i have to get in the zone to play but this is actually the opposite this is just like taking a chill pill yeah and as a white man who has read the bhagavad gita <laughs> <laughs> it teaches us that I think we're going to turn these pretension tables yeah, on, on, on its head so by the end of this pod, now. podcast. Now I'm ready to mansplain the Bhagavad Gita <laughs> to the rest of America. Um, but you know, it teaches us that we're all part of the same fabric of life, and the Atman and the Brahman, and it's all connected. And I think what everything is teaching us is an active experience that really brings that teaching of the Atman and the Brahman into the video game experience. And as someone who's never played the game and just learned about it for the first time, I really have connected with that. Thank you. Everything right, so, too oh, narrated by so, Mason. Okay. I feel very here's, connected. Here's the thing. Um, I just think that idea is like such total horseshit <laughs> is my thing. <laughs> All right. Like, we're going to break this no, down like here force. on this podcast. Well, okay. Here's the thing is, so, so Mason's right that that old uh, that old Hindu text described the world as a fabric of intertwined things, but like modern you know post structuralist texts that I care about um, make the argument, and I, I think this is true that people are separate, and that's why life is hard, and that people fantasize about being all connected as a way to imagine a world where they don't have to deal with the pain that comes with being separate beings, and I think that's an important thing to reconcile, and I think that this game is like trying to trick you. And it's like I just, I, it's not that I think it's malevolent, right? Sure. I just think that that philosophy does. Sorry to get so deep nerd about this. Is that why I, you don't want to go half season on a PS4 Pro? Well, <laughs> it's no. It's why I know that. It's why I know that if we do, we'll fight about it. <laughs> it's deeper than that. Is my point? Okay. Um, but so deep. and so that that was my like it like okay, so I have my experience with this game. One is that that I just like fundamentally find the philosophy to be like so the opposite of how I feel about the world. But that's not an issue with the game. That's like a my relationship issue, my issue with the game, uh-huh. qua game. Oh, it is getting pretentious up in here. I teach qua in a sentence. You sure um, did. Philosophy issue, major. I, I like issue. you a lot less yeah. <laughs> now than I did 15 <laughs> seconds ago. Yeah, I do that to people, man. Get used to it. Um, <laughs> my issue with the game, though, is that everything moves the same way. Uh-huh. And a lot of this game is like Alan Watts being like, everything's connected, but they bring different perspectives to everything they engage with. And it's like, in this game, it's like, nah, they all are the same thing all the time, just a different background. And that makes me bummed. Cause, like you said, there is, 
You're talking a, about the like David O'Reilly like uh, sprite movement where they just move 90 degrees. Yeah, I mean sure. that's most of the sprites that you can be in this game. Not the plants. You know the plants grow up and like sailboats just kind of cruise along the water. Yeah, but it's all just it's all just horizontal plane movement. Like there's not sure. a lot of of messing around. You and can be just, a plane and go up and down too, like Diddy Kong to, Racing. I was trying to you become. A, I was that. trying to become a plane for that exact reason. You can become a plane and a and, an, and a hot air balloon. Yeah, and, and a whale onto but the ocean. I guess it's just that like I wish. I Maybe it's just like me being like, I wish this art was like a bigger art, but it's just like, I wish that like when I was a fish, I could do more cool fish type things. Or when I was a plant, I could do more plant stuff. Uh, or when I was like, I guess a but, but shape what? at the quantum <laughs> level. What is happening back there? Uh, so we're in the realm of... So, uh, so now we're in the dark zone. Tetra. Okay? <laughs> Sunken place. Oh, no, yeah. oh, this is where Superman puts General Zod. Yeah. Yeah. I remember this from the 70s film. Superman 2. You go deep enough, you'll find all the Superman movies down there. Yeah. yeah. We got some <laughs> that's where, that's mad tetrahedrons in this area. Oh, oh that's where uh, Atari stashed all the copies of the E.T. video game. Am I right? Ha mm. <laughs> It should eventually just like descend into like a live action picture of like the dude's room that made this game it's or something. David O'Reilly <laughs> just cranking it. The last. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna take a nap. Time to crank it. And then there, it's like, there, no. There's an oil painting of Alan Watts on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> also cranking it. Also cranking. <laughs> um, I don't know what uh, I'm doing right now. Um, okay, but yeah, so sorry. That, I just had to get that off my chest. Like, there's a lot of like oh, this game where those two things were driving me insane. Sure. Um, sure but sure. That said, to get back to things I like about it, I do think that, like you're saying, the sprite movement and the design of the sprites is so fucking cool in this game. I love how weird everything looks. It, it definitely brought back, like, uh, you know, that you mentioned the horse that was raised by Spheres, and that was, I think, the first video that I had seen with that kind of, like, 90-degree movement. And um, I later went and, like, read a lot about, like, a little bit more about David O'Reilly's process. And, you know, it, it really came down to just being fucking lazy. Like, I don't I don't want to program a walk cycle. And I was like, man, you're so cool. Yeah. That you don't really? even have to program a walk cycle in your video game. You just get to, like, do 90 degrees and be done with it. Yeah. Great what, job. What a fucking whiz, dude. He's, he's fucking great. He just and made it. That's why I do improv. Yeah, I, I feel you don't like have to walk and you just get to move just, in ninety degree yeah. increments. I just get to show up, no do cycles. it for a little bit, and then I leave. Exactly, we're yeah. just all looking for these sweet and you roll cheat just codes. like that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please pay what you can, fill the jar. <laughs> yeah, you can't see, but Mason does move by rotating ninety degrees and just sort of rolling. It's actually a, a, everywhere. a handicap. So okay, look, you know. I like to think of you as handicapped. But let's be real. <laughs> it is a shame that the, some a lot of the sprites in this game don't shout like the horse that was raised by spheres. <laughs> However, it, I did play as a camel recently, and they make a sound that's kind of like. <laughs> that's pretty good. I like really good. Wait, sorry, I didn't get that on mine. What was the sound like? <laughs> All right, Haley, we're gonna, you're gonna need to isolate that later. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. like that. That's I'm telling you that I want that. But let's be real, guys. Aside from all this like philosophy shit, like let's get to what this game is actually about, which is getting high. Yeah, for real. <laughs> this game is an like, ad for this weed. Is an ad for marijuana. <laughs> you are supposed to just smoke weed and sit on the couch with like four or five friends dozing off while people play this game. You don't even have to play the game. If you put the controller it down, plays it plays itself. It plays itself. Well, Rory's an oil dare. You can now. just keep <laughs> Wait, watching when do we the game an oil rig? and go do other <laughs> shit. You can go Rory's order yourself a pizza. 
You you can go outside to smoke if you want to do that. Uh, hey Rory, well, pass it back there if anyone else wants to play. Yeah, yeah. So does anyone else want to play everything, really? or is Rory just the captain of the ship? No, I think we're experiencing a, a very similar situation. What you described, Griffin, where the majority of the people here are high and passed yeah. out, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and All one man is playing this game. <laughs> yes, oh. um, but that's really what this game is, I think. Yeah, uh, which is valid. Yeah, no, today we were playing, and I'd mentioned to Griffin, I'd played on my computer, I mentioned to Griffin, I was like, Griffin, I don't know how I feel about this game. It was kind of, kind of I, a lot of the philosophy stuff made me bad, whatever. And then we were like, let's play on the TV. But also we got lit. And then we started playing it, and after about an hour and a half, I was like, I think maybe I like this game, actually. <laughs> and then half an hour later, we weren't high anymore, and I was like, I don't want to play this <laughs> And I was like, I'm going to watch my Blood Bowl replays. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, so... Final question. Sure. Final question. I'm, I am ready. My body is ready. Is, is this a is this is this like one of the games that you carry with you always coming back to me? Like this is an important game to me, like an important game in your life. It remains to be seen. I don't know. Fair. We'll, we'll have to see. I think I think I'll I'll, yeah, I'll come back to time. it periodically, but you know, you don't really have to put in a lot of time. It's not like you know, you can just throw this on in the background any old time, you know? It can just... I'll, I think it'll probably come back more often at, like, parties, mm -hmm. putting it on a screen so that people aren't looking at nothing, you know? Sure. Just with the sound off, yeah. just play, like, a playlist. I like I like doing that a lot. I mean, and it's made our podcast it, a lot more interesting. It really, it really just brings <laughs> a, a big... Yeah. A big hit. It would be crazy if all these people were just looking at us and there was no game on in the background. <laughs> you know what would be really cool is if uh, somebody was watching this and was like, oh my God, that rhino just became a palm tree. I want to become a palm tree. And then they, they start playing the game. And, and then, then David O'Reilly sends us like a dollar. Yeah, exactly. That, that'd, be, that'd be really great. Sponsor the podcast. And speaking of sponsoring yes. the podcast, uh, we'll, I guess, have an ad break. if Right now. All right, let's do... Uh, Oh, man, I forgot where I parked my car again. Oh, Griffin, this is like the 37th time today. I know, man, but I just, you know, I'm busy and I'm moving around. If only there was some kind of device that could help me locate my car. But now there is. Have you heard of clickers that click your car to unlock it and unlock it? Oh, what? CTC, <laughs> TYC, T U L U I? Well, I don't know how to spell it. I'm illiterate. Well, this <laughs> gets is too, one of those. It's the back of the clicker, the panic button. The panic button? That's right. Simply click the back of your clicker, the panic button, and emit a high frequency, high volume sound from your car. Can't find it? Click a button. Well, wait a second. That button's already a part of my keys. Are you telling me that I should buy it again? <laughs> you betcha. All right. Well, we're back from commercials. Thank you guys very much. Welcome back to the Game Boys podcast. We're here with uh, Griffin Davis, of course, our guest co-host, Mason Pitluck, and our special guest guest, uh, Eric Dumeg. And we're talking about everything by David O'Reilly, and we are at the part where we rate that game, boys. Here's how this works. It's going to be weird for Mason. Um, I got this. All right. Well, I'm, I'm not saying you can't do it. I have the utmost confidence in you. It's just going to be weird. Uh, we're going to rate this game on a scale from one to five joysticks. Obviously, five is the best. We're not trying any funky shit here. Um, so we're going to go around the no table. No tricks. No tricks. We are honest, good working Pete. Nope. Forget it. Um, <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. Um, 
So yeah, we'll start. We'll start with Eric. Just give your final thoughts and a one to five score, and we'll go around. We'll start with Eric, and we'll go around this way, so we end with Mason. We'll cap it off with the fucking banger. All right. Um. Cool. Well, you know, final thoughts. Uh. The. You know, I. I. I was. I was being a a rock earlier, and then I got. I got really. I got really tired of being a rock, and I was like, man, am, am I gonna be a rock for the rest of my life? Oh, no, I became I became a butterfly. And so this game has has taught me that there is always another way. And so I give it five joysticks. Damn. Whoa. At least a hundred people here have tears streaming out of their eyes. Yeah. Right <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. Someone just really caught the Holy Ghost and just threw up. It was wild. <laughs> I'll clean that up in a minute. Mason just released a hundred butterflies <laughs> into the air. <laughs> he just opened his mouth and they flew <laughs> out. I found out the other day you can do that. You can buy like a hundred mouth fifty uh, okay. like bugs on Amazon. Like you can just buy like three hundred ladybugs. Okay, so this is just the bugs part, not the from the mouth thing. Oh, I mean that's, that's up to you. That's yeah, you what know? you do with them? Sure, that's a user option. There's I no guess. terms and conditions for a that's box of hundreds of bugs. <laughs> no end user license agreement. Um. All right, Griff Dog. So uh, I like everything. I think it's like you Aww. always gotta rate these games based on what they're trying to achieve, not like what you want out of a video game, but like what it's trying to do. Uh, and I think it pretty much nails that. It's just like I wouldn't play it for more than ten minutes, so I'm gonna give it four out of five joysticks. <laughs> That's um, generous. So yeah, <laughs> ten based minutes. Based on everything you four. said, you gave it the second highest possible. Well, rate. you're leaving at four and a half. <laughs> I think it stinks, and the creator stinks, and it's a, it's a shame. It's a shame of a game, four to five. Um, <laughs> you're forgetting 4.5, which is where most games end up. Anyways, um, so I'm going to leave my philosophy be for this aside, but I still think that it's sort of let me down mechanically a little bit. Um, I just don't want Alan Watts to just talk to me forever. I just can't deal with it. It drives me that shit. And I just can't tell if this game is like really a game or if it's an installation piece or if it's a prank um to like trick d all of the above yeah right i'd well, I turn to a five if it was a prank yeah for sure I, <laughs> but it, i like so it's like hard for me to even evaluate like what it's trying to do and what it does does doesn't do it for me when i'm not super baked and like honestly the new history channel reality show knife or death starring a uh, former wwe wrestler uh, bill goldberg does it for me way better when i'm baked and so know what he's specific. talking about yeah. so i think i think what what clearly needs to happen is we need to write David O'Reilly about getting wrestler sprites in this game. Oh, mm. And knives and an obstacle course. It's great. If you guys yeah. aren't watching Knife or Death, you're fucking blowing it and you're wasting your whole time. Um, but anyways, that's my thing. I'm just going to give this one a three. I just don't know what to fucking do with it. Um, so three is where it goes. And, uh, you know, it was fun. I'll play it again, probably. And Mason. I give this game one joystick, not because it is one out of a possible five on <laughs> levels of quality. I'm going to throw you in the ocean. But because this game has taught me that in the end, aren't we all just the same joystick? <laughs> Whether we're an island no, or a rhino not. <laughs> or a tiny little tetrahedron bouncing across the brain of a man that is almost named David O. Russell. <laughs> no, we're, we're all not. Lux. Your Otman is my Otman, is your Brahmin is my Brahmin.
We are all part of the same fabric of life, and this game teaches us that we are all part of the fabric of the same joystick. One joystick. <laughs> so wait, does that? Okay. One joystick. Well, that's beautiful. That's all. That's... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is the first rating of a one joystick on this podcast. Historic moment. A historic moment for the Game Boys. <laughs> a con- spiritual moment. A confusing answer. A historic moment. And that brings us to everybody's favorite segment. Before made. that, I told nope. people to ask us questions on the thing. Did anyone okay, ask us I'll a check. question? Hold on, I didn't even realize you did that. Oh, wow. to... there's a live stream with a chat feature. Did anyone ask us a question? The only question we have is from Willie Gentilly, who says, "Is there a deep water horizon mode?" Is there a deep water horizon mode? Well, we are in the deep water right here. I think it's a, a joke, if I may, to connect with the oil rig oh. that we are normally uh, are playing with earlier. And I have to say that uh, that man simply did not get the emotional impact this game was meant to have on him. And I wish him as well as I can. All right. Willie, you heard it here from, uh, from our good friend Mason. And, and if anyone else has any questions, maybe I'll see him in the thing. Maybe I won't. Who knows? Um, now, the thing I was about to say, which is, that's the end of the regular part of the show. Now we're on to everyone's favorite segment made entirely out of segments. That's right. It's time for the segment segment. Our first segment tonight is a Griffin Whoa. Davis special. You guys know it very well. It is... Riddle me this. That's right, folks. Welcome back to the show where I am a popular video game character from a major franchise, and I have three riddles for you to guess who I am. Eric, I think we're evenly matched. Uh, yes. Uh, now you guys each get uh, one guess per riddle, and there's three riddles, and you can start whittling it down from there, okay? All right. <clears throat> riddle number one. The floor rumbles. My moans sound like a wail. If you hear me coming, you'll soon be impaled. Ron Jeremy. <laughs> That's good. That's good. He's, he's whittling it down. That's what I told him to do. I mean, now he knows it's not Ron Jeremy. Okay, I learned oh, something. Uh, sounds like a whale. Oh, shit. Well, I'm going to go with a whale in the game Everything. All right. It is not a whale from the game Everything. Riddle number impaled. two. Come on. I need this. Man or monster, I protect my kin. I'm crazy, hazy, and ready for a swim. A wolf who can swim well. Mason, these aren't guesses. Ah! <laughs> is this the same character as before? This is the same character. Three riddles about the <sighs> same character. A popular video game character from a major franchise. God damn is it. it. Is it the villager from, from Animal Crossing? It is not the what? villager from Animal can Crossing. It seems like Lux knows it. Can I, I guess who it is? These guesses are insane. <laughs> um, now, um, I will allow Lux into the guessing for the third round. And if none of you get it, we may call upon the audience to help us I, out with this one if anyone has a guess themselves. I have another guess. What's your guess? I spent some time on the internet. Is it the dad from the newly released God of War? No, but that is an incredible guess. Thank you. It is not not Kratos from God of War, but our most recent not live episode, by the way. Your first guess that I would define as eligible. Yeah. All right. That was Uh, a legitimate (laughs) guess. We have another another question in the chat, by the way, for after this. Uh, Fantastic. All right. Riddle number three. My only goal is to be a good father. I'll go the distance for my underwater daughter. 
underwater daughter. Oh, shit. Shit. It's. If you're about to say Fergie, I'll punch you in the fucking sternum. Does anyone in the audience raise your hand if you might have a good guess? I've got one hand raised. One hand I met. I've got Burford ten foot tentatively. Before two, ten the three. smart people guess. Hey, Sixty three. All right, you guys get guesses, and then we'll we'll go to the audience maybe to save us in the segment. King Neptune from the nineteen ninety two Disney animated film Little Mermaid. No, unfortunately, it is not King Titan <sighs> from the nineteen ninety two Disney's Little Mermaid. Oh boy, Eric, um, do you have a guess? Dad. I sound like a whale. Underwater. You'll be daughter. impaled. I'm a good father for my underwater daughter. I protect my kin and I'm ready for a swim. Did you write these, by the way, Griffin? I did. Good job, uh, dude. Thank fantastic. you. That was really good. Yeah, he's really huge. Um, he's getting really good at these. He's great. No, wow. They've gotten a lot harder. All right, Eric, if you're not going to we can go to the audience. Let's go to the audience. Let's go to the audience. I, gotta, I, go to the audience. Go. I Haley, I saw your arm raised earlier. Um, the dad's in that video game where you're an octopus and trying to hide. Octodad. It is Oct- not Octodad Deadliest Ooh. Catch, but that is an incredible guess. Griffin does love that game. I That's do right. Love Octodad. Octodad. I do oh, love you are so close. Anyone else here? Verifar, I saw you raise your hand confidently. I want to say King Triton from Zimbabwe. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. All right. All right, folks. It looks like everyone lost Riddle Me. Some. St- I, well, okay, we got one uh? more. Uh, is it a big daddy from Bioshock? It is! Bunga, bunga, bunga! Oh, and we have a winner for Riddle Me This. It is the big daddy from Bioshock. Yes, we have a winner. Please come up here. Very come up good. for a second. That's my next guest. Wow, that was Mason's next guest. This is yeah. shaking hands. Yeah, you're shaking hands. Wow. This is Henry. You well, did it. Very good. Everyone, well. congratulate Henry. Uh, wow, congratulate him. <laughs> but that is time to bring us to the end. So time to wrap up our show. So real quickly, let's ask our friends where people can find them should they want to know more. Uh, we'll start with you, Eric, because Mason's drinking water. Cool. It's my name at, uh, you know, on the Twitters and the Instagram. Eric, you, you just, spell Eric differently I than s- most people, I, so maybe explain do that. Do I? E with a tilde. E-R-I-K? <laughs> uh, E-R-I-K, and my last name is Dumig, D-U-E-M-I-G. Um, just Eric Dumig on Twitter and Instagram and those places, you know, I use a handle on Mastodon, so don't don't at me, you know. Okay. All right. Mason? How much time do I have? Just I'll tell you. I'll tell you <laughs> when to stop. All right. So how many uh, plugs do you have? Come check out Fallout <laughs> Theater. I'm the artistic director there. We got shows seven nights a week. I'm in Fuck This Week every Monday. Austin's most popular weekly improv show. We got uh, all types of great stuff. You came to this podcast. You could have been at Stone versus Drunk versus Sober, hosted by Rob Gagnon and Lisa Friedrich. We've got all types of good stuff. Seven nights a week. Come check out Garage. Check out starting in July. Austin's favorite stand-up comedy showcase returns. Sure thing. Starting July third, nine thirty Fridays weekly at Fallout. You're really good at this. You're like remember dates and yeah, that was amazing. (laughs) Really excited about Uh, that. Griff, do yours, then I'll take a sound, bud. Uh, you can find us at Game Boys Pod on Instagram, or you can find me on (laughs) Twitter.com. You're plugging this podcast. (laughs) podcast. (laughs) If you're if if you're listening, go to our lead website. I'm plugging the Instagram (laughs) for the podcast. We need more Instagram followers. We did break 100 this week. It was very impressive. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you. And uh, Uh, you can find them also on. Shut up, Griffin, on Twitter. And then, yeah, and then Neelux. And then me, you can find me at ML Surfboard on Twitter. You can find the Party World Wrestling videos on the Party World Wrestling Facebook. You can also find the Indiegogo there, so please donate. You can also find my videos at Wisecrack. And you can find the Prank Call Show at Not Even a Show on YouTube. I think that's everything. 
Um, and that means a time where I do the thing where I say this. My name is Lux. I'm your host. Your co-host is Griffin Davis. Your special guest co-host is Mason Pitluck. Your special guest is Eric Dumeg. Your editor is Haley Clement. Your intro and outro music are by Matthew Morden, which you guys didn't hear tonight, but you will when you listen to this on the radio. And uh, our art is by Brittany. Your art is by Brittany Metz. And I think... That's everything. Oh, and Henry shot this. Thank you very much to Henry and our flyers by Rory Blank. And yes, thank you all for coming out for the first ever live Game Boy show. Y'all are the best. Goodbye, Internet. We love you very much. Yeah. Thank you, Game Boy. Bye. Bye.